October 6th, Colossians chapter 2, verses 8 through 23. Don't let anyone lead you Colossians astray with empty philosophy and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the evil powers of this world, and not from Christ. For in Christ the fullness of God lives in a human body, and you are complete through your union with Christ. He is the Lord over every ruler and authority in the universe. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. It was a spiritual procedure, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with Him you were raised to a new life because you trusted the mighty power of God, who raised Christ from the dead. You were dead because of your sins, and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ. He forgave all our sins. He canceled the record that contained the charges against us. He took it and destroyed it by nailing it to Christ's cross. In this way, God disarmed the evil rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by His victory over them on the cross of Christ. So don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink, or for not celebrating certain holy days or new moon ceremonies or Sabbaths. For these rules were only shadows of the real thing, Christ Himself. Don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on self-denial. And don't let anyone say you must worship angels, even though they say they have had visions about this. These people claim to be so humble, but their sinful minds have made them proud. But they are not connected to Christ, the head of the body. For we are joined together in His body by His strong sinews, and we grow only as we get our nourishment and strength from God. You have died with Christ, and He has set you free from the evil powers of this world. So why do you keep on following rules of the world, such as don't handle, don't eat, don't touch? Such rules are mere human teaching about things that are gone as soon as we use them. These rules may seem wise because they require strong devotion, humility, and severe bodily discipline, but they have no effect when it comes to conquering a person's evil thoughts and desires. If God is first in your life, everything can come in order. If God is not first in your life, nothing can come in order. And when I say everything comes in order, I don't mean we're not going to have problems or tribulations in this world. Jesus said you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. I don't mean you won't ever have any problems because we live in a fallen world. But what I do mean is that everything in your life can come into order and you can walk through whatever situation you go through because God is in charge and in control in your life because you've put him first in your life. But here's another thing God can never do. He can never be second. He can never be second. He's first of all. He's above all. He's higher than all. He's first. Every morning you wake up, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is your Savior, is with you all day long. How often during the day do you call upon Him? Do you rely upon Him? Do you talk to Him? Do you confess to Him? Do you seek direction? Or you just go your way? Time with Him, it simply means this. 
that at time, whatever that time is for you in your life, you spend with Him to do what? To get a sense of direction, to prepare you for what the day holds. Only God knows what any day holds for any of us because God knows what's around the corner. He knows what's going to happen. We as preachers sometimes will say, put God first in your life. And that's a good analogy to help us understand. But let me just let you know, if God's not first in your life, he's still first in the universe. You didn't rearrange the order of the cosmos at all, okay? God's still first. So God can never be second. Here's what I'm talking about. Who's first in your life? Who's really first? I'm asking you where your heart is. I'm telling you about a principle in scripture that God says, will you put me first? In every area of your life, will you put me first? Satan will do anything and everything in his power to get you busy, to distract you, anything to keep you off your knees, keep you out of the Word of God, keep you from meditating upon Scripture, keep you from absorbing the Word of God, keeping you from feeding on the Word of God because he knows how important it is. And so, why was Jesus up early? As the Bible reminds us in several places, up early before day, because Jesus, the Son of God, knew that he needed that time to be alone with his heavenly Father to listen to the Father. All of us, none of us are in such a situation that we are so complete within ourselves that we don't need God's direction. All of us need to take time to listen to God. That the most important thing in your life as a follower of Jesus is your time that you spend alone with him with nobody but him. And so, listen, it was, it was a priority in the life of Jesus. It was a priority in the life of the Apostle Paul because it's the time when you and God personally are hearing each other. God is hearing you. You're hearing God. You're listening to God. God is listening to you. It's that private, intimate, personal time that you spend with Him. It's when there are no interruptions in your relationship with Him. Most important part of your life, no matter what. When you have a private time with just you and God, let me tell you something. That can save your life. It can save your finances. It can save your marriage. It can save your relationships. It can save your children. It can save every aspect of your life.